1: But you're my piece of your (laughs) heart. Good evening. It's a Monday Night Live special edition of the BCSN Sports Wrap. Brian Fulford and AD Drew here on a Monday night. Uh, We're here for a good time, not a long time. So with that being said, I will say happy homecoming to my Rattler brother. For over seven years, we have done this show. Uh, Of course, Drew and I both attended the College of Love and Charity. On the highest of seven hills, and it is homecoming week. Drew, are you feeling that homecoming excitement? Do you feel it in your bones?
0: Love and charity. I mean, the love part was cool, but I didn't I didn't receive too much charity. I'm still paying back them student loans, my brother. Uh love, you know, and, clarity. From, from about S- love and
1: clarity. Clarity. There you go.
0: There you go. No. From you know, SBI, SBI got a brother a long way, but SBI is still in my pocket.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I feel you. I feel you there, boy. Hey, so we uh we couldn't get to to do the uh to reveal the top 5 last night. So we we you know, we kind of had already pre-agreed to do this thing tonight that we're doing. Uh got to first off give a shout out to Jamie Walker uh stepping in last night uh did a great job as always he's a pro's pro um uh, you know and so uh, always always good to have jamie on the show and uh thanks to everybody who chimed in active chats uh, appreciate everybody the thumbs up the sharing all of it and so what we want to do in this episode Of course, primarily, we're going to reveal the top five rankings, but there's a few little news nuggets which have dropped over the past 16, 18 hours since the uh, last show we did, so we just thought we would do that, and hopefully, those of you who have already checked in early, such as, uh, of course, Coach Ferrazzi, great job, great segment last night, Uh, hopefully, if you're not following Coach, make sure you are at Coach Ferrasi.
0: What a um, monoball.
1: Oh, man. Definitely, man. Very emotional. Very emotional. Um my brother from the ONG. Um, no, I'm sorry. That that's uh that's that's uh that's other, the, the, the other that's, Roger. That's the brother. Yeah, Kenneth <laughs> Roger. How you doing, Kenneth? Happy homecoming, rattler. Good to good to have you there. Let me give you another shout out to another rattler, Mary 305, happy homecoming sister. Good to see you. Thanks for jumping in. Appreciate uh, you coming in. So, you know, we're, so, we're in that festive mood.
0: So, Brian, let me let me ask this. Yeah. Proper homecoming etiquette.
1: Oh, OK, OK, good, good.
0: Uh, you know, we've gone through this, and I'm pretty sure there's some brothers and some sisters who've gone through this. Now, we all had fun at our various universities. Mm-hmm. There, there is that one male or female, depending on your gender, that you hung out with. We'll just say hung out with. <laughs> okay. But now it's 20, 30 years later.
1: Mm, okay.
0: And you see them, and you see them at homecoming.
1: Mm.
0: Now, scenario one. Okay. They're there with their J- just a class based their friends. Okay. How do, how do, how do you approach? Syn- well, scenario, do, do you want me to give you the scenario 2? Yeah,
1: let, let's go through all the scenarios here because I, I may step in it here if I if I jump too soon here.
0: Scenario 2. Uh-huh. They they with their significant other.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: How do you approach? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Let's throw the caveat, you know. we No, nah, we're not even going to get in there. Let's just get those two things out the way.
1: Okay, so scenario, I'll, let me start with scenario two, right? And uh, obviously, you're going to peep the scene real quick. To, and, I, and probably you already know. Let's keep it real. We have access to stalk any and everybody we want to. <laughs> <laughs> you via, via social media. And if,
0: You're telling if, too many secrets right now, Brian.
1: I, I'm keeping it real. We're keeping it 100, <laughs> aren't we? And that what we're doing? Nobody's listening right now. Um, yeah. So we're going to keep it real. You've already you've already figured out. Now, there are a few people I know in my line that I don't know what their situation is. Like, I see the kids, but every time I look at a photo, I don't see the significant other. And then I go and check to see how are they identified. And there's nothing there. Doesn't say married. See, I, I'm one of the people that say, if you're married, you're putting that out there. You're, you're not hiding the fact that you're not married. If you're in a strong relationship, you're probably putting that out there, too, that I'm in a relationship, right?
0: What about divorced?
1: Hey, well, oh, oh hey, now, divorce day, that's 100. That's like being single. I mean, you go ahead and put that out there and let everybody know I'm available uh, if you want to holler. But understand, I got some baggage, right? Right. Um,
0: Brian, it's, it's been 20, 30 years. Everybody has baggage by that point in time.
1: Yeah, well, you know... What's it's just,
0: how big is your suitcase? That's the only yeah, question.
1: Some, some of us don't have big suitcases, Drew. Some of us don't have big suitcases like some of y'all, you know. My suitcase <laughs> is, a, is a carry-on. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm good. And
0: some people got duffel bags. And some people got duffel bags, right.
1: So, <laughs> I, I'm just... you know, So, a, a, a scenario two, I'm, I'm approaching, but I already know so... I'm like hey so and so hey how you doing now you know I kind of that that's where you may get the side hug you know what they say the old uh the church the church teacher side hug um that you give that you might give a student Cause you don't want to be seen like you're giving a full embrace to a student. So you give a student, Hey, a little side hug. Hey. And then, and then you quickly go to this significant other. Hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm Brian. Welcome to homecoming. Or, you know, now if they're a Rattler, then you like, Hey, happy homecoming Rattler. Then, you know what I'm saying? So you feeling that now, if, if it's scenario one, then you got to go in and get the biggest hug that you can get and let them know, Hey, this is the kind of hugs you're missing out on baby. You're missing out on these kind of hugs on a daily. Just want you to know this is what you passed up on. And and then you just kinda you kinda roll with it there. But
0: and, and then you know you got you got the two questions that you gotta ask. Uh, what uh what what part are you going to after? What y'all what y'all doing after we get out the game?
1: Uh, uh, see, I don't even I don't even do I'm so look, I'm so square. And, with the media stuff drew that i don't i'm too gassed to even think about trying to go party afterwards like Bruh. saturday is and a work day
0: yeah and then and then you got question number two. Oh, what hotel y'all in see i'm not even doing that either i'm not even doing that <laughs> I, i'm literally but
1: i'm telling you my 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 fun will come before the game by four o'clock like i've already done the pre i already know everything i need to know by 4 30 now nah, let me let me scale it back. By four o'clock, I've kind of I gotta scale it back. Whatever I've been doing, I gotta scale it back. Actually, I may need to do it a little sooner, but but because I gotta work Saturday, so I I gotta scale it back. So that way question
0: I, is, what are you scaling back, or, or are you throwing them back? See, so you got a, you got a cup in your hand already. Talk about scaling back. Look
1: from <laughs> from ten to two, it's on. From ten to two, it's on. Um, you know the 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 beverages are flowing, from, and I—that's right. I said ten a.m. That's right. You're right. You're damn right. I you, said ten a.m. on Saturday. You late?
0: You late a lot for I'm, some people.
1: I'm probably late. Very late. Very late. But you know, I'd I'd have been driving. See, I'm going up in the morning, so I'm smart. I'm not yeah. staying overnight. I'm not going to party overnight. I got work
0: to do. So that's about four hundred dollars in your pocket right there. I'm
1: saving exactly. So. Um, you know, like I said, uh, it, it's, uh, it's one of those things. Yes. Everyone said all my hugs are full unless they're sending you. Yeah, exactly. So if they give you that side hug, then you kind of know, and we just going to have a quick conversation. We gonna keep it moving. Right. We're we going to do that. Um, yeah. Dealing with the vents, you know, uh, I saw Mary Theo talk about, can we get can we get Boosie for homecoming? Really? You? That's what you want? You want Boosie for homecoming? I.
0: Hey, somebody got you at ten a.m. Brian. Uh,
1: six thirty Saturday. <laughs> Lord have mercy.
0: Can I, can I can I make is a homecoming confession? Is
1: That with coffee? Let me ask that. Is that six thirty with a cup of coffee?
0: That's the chase. I...
1: Oh my god.
0: Hey, hey Brian, can I make a a, a homecoming confession? Yeah. I've never been to a FAMU homecoming parade.
1: Me neither. Me neither. I'm right there with you, and a part of me I, feels a little bit. I notice I'm doing this, a little bit of shame, but not really.
0: Yeah. The, the, let's be real. The homecoming parade is not for the students. No. The homecoming parade is for the kids and the alumni.
1: Yeah, but I'm 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 trying to figure out: Are the alumni really? I've never but look. I don't know because I don't know what the not route is the,
0: not like. Not, not, the young alumni. The seasoned alumni. Now we're we we're we're, we're we're a little spicy. Now we're not quite we're not quite seasoned, but we're a little spicy.
1: Okay, that's going to be a poll that we're going to do Wednesday night. I got to ask my rattler alums: Are you going to the parade or have you gone to the parade? You know, I've been of... to other
0: people's homecoming parade. But I've never been to a fam you homecoming parade, because either I was too, I'll say I was too inebriated, or I was too sleep, or I when I was there I was working on homecoming.
1: Right, right. Um, Israel, when, when is Jackson State's parade on homecoming? Is it eight o'clock in the morning? I'm just curious if you you know if you've been uh shout out to uh uh Joshua I see him there happy homecoming Josh happy homecoming to all the Rattlers who have stepped in uh the usuals who have come in uh appreciate all you guys I know I saw Tamron T in there Chuck Hunt checking in from Monroe Louisiana M Mac Webb happy homecoming Rattler um you know anybody any and all um I'm just curious who's Montre Bennett happy homecoming I know he says I've uh uh, he's been. He's he's gone. I'm I I I almost went last year, Drew, because I was coming into town right about that time. But but I passed. I don't know. I just yeah. Eh, I don't know. Eight o'clock. I I feel like a homecoming. You know, honestly, I feel like the homecoming parade should really be Friday late afternoon. You know, obviously you're gonna have the set stuff. Now I know that's impossible logistically unless you do it on campus. But I, I don't know. I don't, I don't
0: know. know. I don't know. All right. Uh, hey, uh, hold. On. I w- I want to say, uh, hey, Josh, how many more last second calls do you have in you, my brother? I, I I'm just curious. You know, you, you you did it again with the with that last second call with Ever Waters. How many more of those things do you got in you, man? Just 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 let a brother know, cause. Uh, Y'all be giving uh Edward Waters fans heart attacks down
1: there. Uh, Edward Waters fans, look, I'm I'm listening. I'm listening, sitting sitting right next to Josh, and uh I, I I know he look. He he lives and breathes with every one of those plays, and so I I know. Uh, yes, I I know. I can see I can see the beads of sweat coming off the coming off the brow. If that, if that <laughs> game was happening, I, I know it. So trust me, trust me. Winners are five in a row, man. Um, Outside, let me see you outside hmm. of.
0: I wonder if they're going to be. Longest,
1: hold on. Is that the longest street going right now? Who else has got a five game win streak going on right now?
0: Um, outside of Benedict.
1: Well, OK, yes. Uh, we <laughs> that, uh, yeah, Benedict's got a Benedict, obviously outside of Benedict five in a row. Is is North Carolina Central on a five-game win streak, or uh, I'm trying to think back to...
0: Did Central and FAM lose the same week? Man, did they lose the same they week? They would be on a four, I believe. Central and FAM would be on a four. Uh, here, let me... I'm,
1: I'm going to pull it up right here. So, FAM is on a... Let's see. FAMU is on a one, two, three, four. FAMU is on a five-game winning streak. okay
0: and Central's uh, on a four, then. You think it's four? Yeah, I think Central lost a week after fam. Uh Yes, you're right. They're
1: on a one, two, three, four-game winning streak. Yes, they are. appreciate you, Coach Merv. Thank you. Um, let's see. Great question here by Merv. Has any HBCU football team had back-to-back undefeated regular seasons? Okay, schools that come to mind, but I don't know. I think we got to look into this, Drew. Central State in a, back
0: during the Billy, Billy Joe era. Billy
1: Joe era. How about Winston Salem State, the Connell Maynor teams? Um,
0: they in, in they were because I know one year they did lose until the semifinals. That uh, that would be candidates. Uh, some of those Tuskegee teams. Uh, I think I. I was back to back though. No, I can't say back to back. Uh, Maybe so. Great, and did and, great and great did you go? And did you so so want to go back, back into the uh to the fan days? Uh, no, 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 we can go no, no, back no, to the forties and fifties.
1: No, 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 no. Let's not go back that far. Let Let's go. Okay. Let's go modern era, which I'm gonna define modern era. 1970.
0: 1970.
1: No, that's not modern era. Well, I'm
0: gonna say that because that's what the that's what the last conference was born. That's why I picked that year with the BAC. Oh going. God!
1: Let's 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 uh let's say, are we at the 30 year mark? Let's say 1990. That's 30 years, 30 30 years. So 33 years, something like that. So let's say the last three decades would probably be modern era. I think you know. Uh... Yeah, I know Edwin. Edwin's, Edwin says 70. Edwin's I, with me.
0: That's why I say, I say, I say oh, with the advent it. of the B Act.
1: No, I, how about I see modern era to me? Let's go with the advent of cable television. That to me would signify <laughs> modern era. There wasn't cable television in the 70s, you know. So I would
0: see, see Coach Ferrati. That would that would be dependent on whether. Right depending on where Brian defines it. <laughs> hey, here, here, here's a good uh, starting point. Post-Eddie Robinson or pre-Eddie Robinson? <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah, okay, okay. I, I'll go with that because Eddie Robinson retired in, guess in where? In the 90s. In the 90s. So I would say post-Eddie Robinson's retirement, which was mid-90s, if I'm not mistaken, uh no, I'm not trying to act young. I'm still in my forties though, Edwin though. How about that though? I can I'm probably the only one on this screen that can say that. <laughs> for a little while longer.
0: Brian, if, if I if I had could throw something through the screen at you, I, I would. I know you would. I'm sorry. But my no. computer my computer costs too much to do that. Ed, Ed,
1: Edwin did it though. I'm blaming Edwin for that. Blame Edwin for that. That is he's the one who did that.
0: Um let's get to some news, man.
1: All right, let's get it some new. But I love the research question though. No, I gotta, I'm gonna store that away while I'm watching Monday Night Football tonight. I'm gonna have to do some research. Uh, if you tune in, uh, Coach, Coach Mar- Marv, if you if you tune in tomorrow to uh, Doctor Caville's show, I will present the homework to Doctor Caville. Now, if he uses it, I don't know, but I will present it to him. Uh, you know, college ruled, 12 point, uh, paragraph indent proper proper uh, name and spacing at the top of the page. I will print, present that to him uh, for class tomorrow and see if he takes it as extra credit. And maybe Doc will present it tomorrow.
0: I know who would know the answer to that quickly, though, Brian. Okay, who? Kendrick. Ooh. D2 HBCU football guy.
1: Okay. All right, we got to reach
0: out. Because, you know, he's, he's a, a black college historian when it comes to uh, – football all right. all right that's that's tonight so that that
1: that's a that's a that's a quick call uh or, or a text okay um modern era black colors football was not good oh my god here we go clarence all right anyway let's get let's get to some news i'm, I'm not even gonna um address that but anyway what do we got in the news drew let's start over the siac before we get into football talk uh, the SIC making some news on the basketball front. As, uh, hold on. I just lost the story. Doggone it. I had it pulled up. Okay. The SIC basketball tournament is, uh, going to be held once again at Savannah State University, um, at Inmark. Inmark Arena. Thing. Yes. The, uh, um, is it just the championships? No, it's the, the championship game
0: is at Inmark Arena, and here, I, the rest I, I of the tournament hear. will be at Savannah State.
1: Okay, I got it here. The SIC men's and women's basketball tournament is headed back to the Hostess City. I didn't know it was called the Hostess City. For the 23-24 season, according to a statement from SIC <laughs> Commissioner Anthony Holloman at the SIC Basketball Media Day at Inmark Inmarket, Arena. Make sure I say that right. The opening round through the semifinal rounds of the tournament will be played at Tiger Arena on the campus of Savannah State University. The championship round on the men's and women's side will be at in-market arena. This is only a one-year deal. So how far away is in-market arena from Tiger Arena, Drew? Any idea?
0: Yeah.
1: And I also did not know there was a second arena at Savannah State. Uh so so, so that that's news to me.
0: No, in Market Arena is the uh City On facility. Okay. All right. I'm going, if maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Cause that is, if I remember that correct, that is the right there on the uh on the river. Okay. Uh the article and, uh, Yeah, right there on the Savannah River, uh, which separates South Carolina and Georgia. I believe that arena is right down in in that area by the boardwalk.
1: Yeah, Edwards says about five miles. Uh, According to the article here from WSAV.com, the reason the entire tournament will not be held at InMarket is due to the arena being used at the same time for Ghost Pirates games according to a source close to the situation. I'm assume I don't know who the ghost pirates are. Is that the hockey team or uh who, who are ghost pirates? I, I don't know. That's an awesome name though. Ghost Pirates though. Uh last uh, year's I, last year Savannah State hosted it. the entire conference tournament at Tiger Arena. Uh so oh a little little discussion here that it is not next to the river. So
0: I must be thinking of a different facility that's uh down there by the river, then.
1: Yes, yes. And Edward says it's the hockey team. So okay. Uh appreciate that, Edward. Um the media, so the SIC announced that. So just uh about four or five days ago, they released the Preseason accolades and rankings for the women and the men. Uh, the Eastern Division. I, I won't get into too into too deep into the weeds, but just say Clark Atlanta was predicted first in the East Division for the women. Miles College predicted to finish number one in the West. Uh 14 teams make up the uh the entire field so 7 in the east 7 in the west um uh, are there any new teams in the SIC that are let's see I still see Spring Hill I still see not this year. Okay. So yeah, Spring Hill and Lemoyne Owen two schools that don't play football are are here a part of the SIC. Um so that's uh that's the women's preseason over in the men's side The predicted order of finish on the Eastern Division, you had Benedict College finishing, predicted to finish first, followed by Morehouse. Then in the Western Division, you had Miles predicted to finish first, followed by Tuskegee. Now, over on the men's, there are 15 schools, obviously because of Morehouse. There are 15 schools, eight schools playing in the Eastern Division, seven playing in the West. Uh, So that's sort of how the SIC shook out. All right. um, Drew, you want to make mention of uh, a quick transition non-football story? I saw the uh, cross-country championships were held by the SWAC, and I think – who else had theirs today? The SIC, I think, had theirs today. Yes. Um shout I out to that, huh? Shout out to uh Coach G, Garfield, Ellenwood, and the Lady Rattlers for winning the twenty twenty three women's cross country championship. Um interesting the way that the, the points are done. Uh, uh and, and the men's were won by uh Wow. No. Huh?
0: Which way which was we on? No, oh, spot. I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong conference.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh <laughs> in the Slack, Uh I think it was uh hold on. Let me see. I had it, was it preview? No, not preview. It was uh oh doggone it. I had it all prepared and then I then I flubbed it. Anyway, um I know the the, the way the scoring is the women run a five thousand meter, the men run an eight thousand meter. Right. Um and the way it works, and I'm trying to find the, the men's results here, so bear with for a second because I, I, I'd feel bad if I didn't do this properly. Uh, okay, Texas Southern. That's right. Okay, Texas Southern men won the, the team competition for the cross-country championship, although Alcorn had a runner by the name of Kelvin. Kip Kim boy, boy, Kip Kim boy. I hope I said that right. Congratulations, Kelvin of Alcorn. Uh, (laughs) He won the men's race. Over on the women's side, as mentioned, fam, you won. But Alcorn had a a young lady, Stella K. I'm not even going to try to mess the name up. Stella K of Alcorn. So Alcorn had the two top individual runners. But the way they do the points, Drew, it's based on your top five runners. Right, and so FAMU edged out Alabama State by nine points. Uh, Alabama State had the second and third best times, along with the eighth best time, um, but FAMU had five runners in the top twenty-four, and that fifth runner who finished twenty-fourth outbested Alabama State's fifth runner who finished 42nd you know in fact uh the sixth and seventh runner for famu finished better than the fifth runner of alabama state so i you know from from a point's perspective real interesting to win that team title and, and i think it was probably a little unexpected maybe for everybody but you know coach g uh as he's known coach Ellen Wood, who We've had the pleasure of talking to on the ONG Strike Zone. Who knows? We might even have Coach G on Wednesday night. But congratulations to them. And then I just saw in the SIC, um, the Maroon Tigers celebrated their 26th victory in winning the SIC Men's Cross Country Championship. Uh, So that was taking place in Macon, Georgia. Uh, so, congratulations to to them. And did the women run at the same time? I'm not.
0: I'm, I'm not assuming thinking. they did, but they didn't uh, release any results.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't see the headline for the women. So, uh, okay. Uh, quick little nugget here: football players of the week have come out for the MIAC. Uh, Howard quarterback Quentin Williams was the Offensive Player of the Week. Howard defensive back Kenny Gallup Jr. earned the Defensive Player of the Week honors. South Carolina State's Jaworn Howell was the Rookie of the Week. Uh, South Carolina State's Eric Brown Jr. and Norfolk State's Brandon Wilcox were the Offensive Linemen and Specialists of the Week. And I think if you if you listen to the show, you heard us talk about Williams' performance, uh, you know, uh, for Howard in the comeback against Norfolk State. We mentioned Howell of South Carolina State, of course, had the three touchdowns on 13 carries for 119 yards. And Gallup Jr., though, had a season-high 11 tackles, one for loss, and I think he had a game-clinching interception which I've seen the highlights of, that was pretty impressive. So uh, congratulations to uh, those individuals. Uh, Over in the SWAC, uh, the SWAC released their conference players of the week. Aaron Allen of Alcorn. Malachi Bailey was the defensive player of the week. And the newcomer of the week, Jacobian Morgan the quarterback, who uh, I saw a real touching video on uh, Ken Clark's YouTube feed. Of course, Ken Clark does an outstanding job covering Jackson State. Um, of uh, Jacobian's uh, father, I guess, came back from active duty. And uh, he, you know, obviously they did the whole you, you know, surprise. You know did the surprise thing. And so it was kind of touching, kind of nice to kind of see as he was uh, coming off the field after pregame warmups to kind of see, you know, his dad there. And so, uh, nice. Yes, hey, uh, okay, thank you, Josh. Benedict won the SIC women's cross-country title. Okay, that wasn't up on the site. All right, any other news nuggets that are out there? That's the major division. I didn't see whether the CIAA... Released their conference winners of the week. Uh, Yes, they did. Okay, CIAA players of the week. Uh, Offensive lineman of the week was Justin Meade of Virginia Union. The quarterback of the week, Jordan Morse of Bowie State. He's just a freshman. Um, Interesting. The receiver of the week, Ian Edwards of Elizabeth City State. Uh, def- Offensive back of the week, Sidney Gibbs of Shaw. Defensive back of the week, Jaden Carter of Bowie State. Linebacker of the week, Carl Poole of Virginia State. Defensive lineman of the week, Shai Gaskin of Fayetteville State. Special teams player of the week, Josiah Boyd of Fayetteville State. And the rookie of the week, Dalen Lee of Winston Salem State. Did, Drew, do you do you like the the multiplayer accolade thing from the CIAA the way they do it? Or do you kind of like the more which also the Miac kind of does that as well? Or do you like the more hardcore offensive, defensive special teams that the Sweat does? What's what's your preference?
0: I like it for the simple fact that you like you know, I like the offensive linemen, okay. linebackers, et cetera, et cetera, for the fact that it gives more young men an opportunity to be to be recognized. But it is cumbersome to if you're in the if you're on the flip side of that and have to put okay. the put the stuff in and put the nominations in. That's it's cumbersome to, to try to get that stuff together. Does my does my player deserve to be nominated? Do it not be nominated? Do I just throw a name in because I want to be consistent and throw a name in every week? Or does my player truly deserve to be nominated? Because Brian, somewhere at some sports sports information department that has nominated somebody for all those awards, articles, or uh, right, or uh, one long article, because they've had multiple winners of of all those awards so it's a it's a good bad thing you know it's great for the kids uh so makes the adults have to work a little bit harder somebody's got to tabulate all that stuff but hey the more publicity that you can get the better and the food lion who i believe sponsors the ciaa award say we're gonna give out eight awards with our name on it we're gonna give out eight awards
1: yeah hey props to props to having sponsors right it means means you can do a lot of things a lot of things Exactly. one quick one last nugget here before we release and show the top five Uh, I posted a poll on our YouTube page Uh, if you you know how those polls pop up in the community section or they just kind of randomly show up in your YouTube feed I asked the question who had the best win of week 8 in the HBCU football the candidates were Elizabeth City State of course defeating number 2 Virginia State 17 to 16 Virginia Lynchburg defeating Lane 45 to 42 for Homecoming Edward Waters rallying to defeat Albany State 31 to 27 Benedict scoring a record 63 points on Homecoming or Howard rallying to defeat Norfolk State for homecoming 2723. Drew, I don't know if you voted, but if you voted, who would get your vote for the best win of week eight?
0: Oh, it definitely has to be Elizabeth City. I okay. mean, you got you coming in one and five against yeah. and unbeaten. What was they six and oh, seven and oh? Yeah. Team? Yeah. yeah. That had that be the best win of the week. Now, some of those honorable mentions that you've got in there, <laughs> dr- drama, comebacks, great games. Yeah. But the win of the week has to be Elizabeth City. Yeah, I I that was my
1: vote. And currently it's a it's a close race right now. 28% of the votes are saying Elizabeth City State right now. But Edward Waters is right there with 27%. For their comeback against Albany State. And right behind them with 22% of the vote is Howard. So, I, I,
0: Brian, Miles come back against Allen, couldn't make the poll?
1: You know, I, I think, well, how far? Didn't, okay, so, you know, I'm
0: honest. Bob was trailing 14 nothing, And,
1: but that's a top five matchup, though. You know, I I think that's not the game. Well, look, you had it's you had, not upset. Yeah, it, it's not really an upset. You got two top five teams.
0: Okay, I I that that's enough right there. You said two top five teams, so it can't be an upset. So yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah.
1: okay. Let's get into the top five. Here's the BCN. Let's, bre- let's take a break first. Oh my goodness, you want to take a just, break? Here sh- we are. I thought we were trying to one. get out of here.
0: Short. Just one. a short break short Um, break
1: Lord drew you're killing me all right short break come right back and release the bcsn top five right here on the black college sports network bcsn sports route we'll be back in two the cuvee group is a florida-based marketing and training consulting firm we help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation we also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a Certified Constant Contact Specialist, my colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. Contact us to
0: schedule a free consultation issues today don't delay call cuvee this is the dean of the college of hbcu sports kenyatta cavill of dr cavill's inside the hbcu sports lab with mike washington and charles bishop come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every tuesday from six o'clock p.m central standard time on facebook live youtube Spreaker, or the vcsn app as we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the Sporting HBCU Diaspora, as well as the upcoming week of HBCU Sports, with me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Cavill's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike
1: Watts and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High-quality cigars plus personal customer service slow burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars visit our website www.slowburnwaco.com that's www.slowburnwaco.com All right, welcome back to the BCSN Sports Wrap. Brian, Ad, uh, Coach Marv. Um, okay, before let's see Benedict playing to make history these next two weeks. I I I would think so. Because um, again, you're talking eleven and oh regular season last year. Including the conference, uh, are we ca- do we do we count first off? Do yes, we count? Okay.
0: Conference okay. championship championship so, yeah, games counted in regular
1: debt. season? Okay, so that's 11 and 0, they're sitting currently at 8 0. So that's 19 if I'm doing the math. And they who knows, did they finish the previous they, year? They
0: or? won the last three or four the year, the, the year before that. So, I know they're at least on a 20-game win streak.
1: Okay, so we're talking a 20-game win streak, which I think is impressive. Uh now counting playoffs. Yes, most definitely they're on a run uh to make uh making history right now. And I and I think what'll be even nice or, or nicer is can they get the rankings love that they got last year and go in again this year? as a one seed in the region playoffs for the second consecutive year.
0: 21 in a row. They won the final two games in 2021, Brian.
1: Okay. 21 games in a row.
0: Right. And that's what I was going to say. I think the history part would be for if they get another number one ranking Yes, versus the although the eleven and O two consecutive years would be impressive, would impress would impress me more. Is being ranked number one in the region for the second year in a row. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So, that's uh, that's what Benedict is is chasing, and um, you know, I, th- I think what it's always interesting is. What what we'll have fun doing here over the next couple of weeks is statistically comparing last year to this year, you know, right. it, but I think there are certain elements that are the same, you know, and I think we pointed that out and it really the only major change, well, the biggest change from last year to this year is the quarterback situation. Uh, they had two capable quarterbacks last year and this year, uh, their quarterback this year has, uh, well, I mean, Coach Barry told us that they had a capable guy, so I don't want to say he came out of nowhere. But for us, for for most fans and media, he came out of nowhere. But
0: they I mean, you had a senior, you had a grad transfer last year. You weren't expecting what what we saw this year. That was the biggest quarter uh that was the biggest reason I didn't rank them as high in my preseason poll was because of the questions at quarterback. While we knew their defense would be dominant. The question was, was the defense going to be consistently put in bad spots all season? And that has not ha- happened. And, Brian, should Benedict pull this thing off this year, this may be the greatest run that we've seen in HBCU football since Central State in the 80s.
1: Well, you're you're totally skipping over to Winston-Salem State years with Connell Maynard. In the early, in the, that was in uh, the twenty, like 25.
0: twenty, yeah, the early teens. Yeah, yeah I, that that, that yeah, I the, I'll give you that.
1: Yeah, I mean because what he did with those teams, yeah, um, that, and,
0: that you know, and, and prior to that, you know, there were some good uh, Tuskegee teams, uh, yes, that actually flowed through two coaches uh, from Coach Kamaji into Coach Slater.
1: Now, playoff success also will have to factor into this. You know, I, I know.
0: You Which know, is been... what Connell Maynard and uh, Billy Joe's teams have over those Tuskegee teams because yes. those Tuskegee teams were not playoff eligible. Although 2015-2016, although Tuskegee did not have the regular season that Benedict has had, they had the playoff success to back it up but uh, that three-year run, 14,
1: 15, and 16 for Tuskegee. Yeah, and and that's what I think we're going to wait to see with Benedict is what happens with their playoff seeding. You know, I mean, should they get the week by? Um, You know, the big question that people will have will be the adjustments. What are you going to do to stay fresh? What are you going to do to stay motivated? Do you think – well, hold on. Do you think really motivation was an issue?
0: I mean, there's always that chance that you can get complacent. Yeah,
1: I guess. Um, I, I would think experience uh, – experience never having been in that situation before was new to a lot of players. You know, I know that as, coachings, as coaches – and I bet the coaching staff probably – relied on a lot of referrals from a lot of people. Hey, how do you handle this? How do you do this? And I think going through the experience is probably the educator.
0: Hey, Brian, while we're talking about Benedict, uh, we can go ahead and talk about this quickly. So we can really talk about rankings? The, the Super Region 2 rankings have come out. For, uh, they They came out today. Now, everybody keep in mind, the rankings for the first week come out in alphabetical order. They are not ranked one through whatever. So I'll quickly go down, uh, those. Brian. Uh, Benedict, it's 8-0, Delta State. Well, I'm going to give you the overall record and the division record. Benedict, 8-0, eight, 0 no, eight, no. Delta State, 6-1, 5-1, Fayetteville State, 6-2, 6-2. Fort Valley State, 6-2, 6-2. lenoir Rhine 8-0, 8-0. Mars Hill, 6-1, 6-1. Miles, 5-1, 5-1. Valdosta State, 5-1, 5-1. West Florida, 6-1, 5-1. And, and, and West Georgia, 5-2, 5-1. So that's let's count them up. There's one, there's two, there's three, there's four. HBCUs in the initial top ten. Three from the SIAC. Three from the SIAC. One from the uh, CIAA. And what's going to who, who be interesting... Who say again?
1: Who was the CIAA representative?
0: Fayetteville State.
1: So, okay, let me ask the obvious question is Virginia State, Virginia Union in a different region?
0: No. They're in that region. That just means right now, as of today, uh, they are outside the top 10. Had Virginia uh, State won, I bet I guarantee Virginia State is in is in there.
1: So uh, to, to sort of debunk what you just said, Clarence, uh, about the SIC not being highly ranked nationally, I think three SIC schools ranked regionally in the top ten versus one CIAA, and that one CIAA is not from the state of Virginia. That says something about the SIC this season. And so yeah. you can say, you can say who's not highly ranked nationally and all that other stuff. But the obviously, how many conferences you got? What four or five conferences that make up the region?
0: Four make up a region.
1: So four conferences make up their region, right? And the CIAA has one
0: team. The SIAC has 30% of that region.
1: Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and at this point, this is what we're talking about regions. You can't look at this thing from a national perspective. I think that's the one good thing. What I like about the Division II playoffs is it is focused regionally because you you got to understand these programs don't have division 1 budgets so it does kind of make more sense that everything be based on a regional from a regional scope you know what i'm saying i, I think that i think that makes sense and so i like the yeah. way to do that i like the way to do that
0: okay and if I'm, you uh oh, sorry just just quickly if you take a look at uh and what's going on, uh, if you go to inkblotsports.com, who does a very good job with their analytics and is usually spot on with the NCAA rankings, they have Benedict and Lenore Ryan tied with, with their analytics. And if you look at the Super 2 region rankings, both of those teams are 8-0. So, that's who Benedict's competition is for that number one spot as of today.
1: And not West Florida. Interesting. West Florida, yeah. uh, who I believe was at one point when they played Florida A&M, they were late. They were ranked like sixth. Um, so. Uh, interesting. OK. 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 Rankings time because uh we we're here for a good time not a long time and this is how we're going to close out the show so these are the BCSN top 5 rankings for games played through October 21st can,
0: can can I answer a question before we get into that sure uh that last team that made it deeper to the playoffs was Tuskegee I believe in 2014 or 2015 when they made it to the uh 8 Out of the SIAC. That's the deepest uh, that somebody has made it uh, recently. All right. Out of the SIAC. All right.
1: Um, All right. Let's get into this. All right. All right. These are the BCSN top five rankings. Computer rankings. These are not a poll, but uh, this is a ranking of the top five teams from Two different divisions. We have a Division One level made up all of FCS programs. And then we have a non-Division One made up of NAIA and Division II HBCU programs. The rankings take into consideration all of the metrics that go into uh, a team's season. They look at the strength of schedule. It looks at your performance. Uh, it looks at rankings from other places as well. And so uh, this is a uh, this is a this is a pretty good formula. So it usually shakes itself out. So don't be shocked. This is about the let's see is this week number five for us on our rankings or four? Yes. This is yes. the fifth one. Okay. So and, and another thing about these, for those of you who may not be familiar, our rankings usually start after the fourth week of the season. So. We don't do any preseason stuff. We kind of let the first three to four weeks of the season play out for everybody because I think that's when you can kind of start to really assess teams. All right. Let's start with the non-Division One side. When we talk about in the hunt, teams in the hunt, we mean teams that are just outside of the top five. These schools would be ranked six through ten And you are, or six through nine in this case, in your non in your traditional top ten. You got Fort Valley State there, uh, sitting at what would be sixth. Tuskegee coming in right behind them. Bowie State, interesting to see Bowie State in the hunt, sitting at even four and four, three and three, and then Edward Waters coming in right behind them. So kind of kind of interesting to see. Uh, that team, I think, Bowie State for me is the biggest kind of surprise there, Drew. Uh, of the in the hunt teams, and and what does it say that, uh, Fort Valley, Tuskegee, and Edward Waters, all teams that I know when I filled out my rankings, I I definitely had them, if not in the top five, very close.
0: Here, here's the thing, Brian <laughs> if Fort Valley, Edward Waters, and Tuskegee outside the top five. Who's in it?
1: Uh, Great point. Great point. Let's find out who's in it. Coming in at number five, Miles College. Miles, uh, of course, got a win uh, this past week over Allen. And if I'm not mistaken, this week, uh, I wrote this down. Albany State. They travel to Albany State. Miles travels to Albany State. That'll be a elimination game uh, for somebody. Yes, it will. Yes, it will um number 4 virginia union pretty much in the same spot they've been in the last couple of weeks if i recall even looking back at the numbers 6 and uh 6 and 1 4 and 1 overall of course uh the the big showdown
0: that should be 5 and two 1
1: two weeks uh you're probably right it should be yes and i think their record is 7 and 1 actually so it probably should be 7 and 1 and 5 and 1 Okay, number three. This will catch a lot of people by surprise. Florida Memorial, NAIA Sun Conference team, four and three overall, but three and one in conference. The Sun Conference, one of the top NAIA football conferences. And Florida Memorial, I was just looking at the standings. uh, They're sitting right behind two nationally ranked teams. One of them is unbeaten, and they are tied for second with the other uh, nationally ranked team. And they got a win last week over Weber International
0: on their week. homecoming.
1: On their homecoming, uh, this upcoming week they've got Southeastern, who's an, a conference opponent, and then the following week, I think they play one of those two they, teams in front of them.
0: No, they go to uh, they go to Thomas. Oh, that's team, right. They uh, got Thomas. Week.
1: Yep, and, and, and the following week is when they play. They so. play Kaiser for the Kaiser uh, Kaiser's the team. Yes, that's the yes. team who's ranked uh, ahead of them. So who knows? Florida Memorial, keep a keep an ear to the ground and uh, what they're doing. Remember, this is the program that uh, rejuvenated their football program all of June.
0: in the midst of COVID.
1: Yeah, in the midst of COVID. So yes, that's <laughs> never forget that. Number two, of course, still is Virginia State. Seven and one overall, five and one. Uh, They only really lost some points. And again, when you, yeah, the Elizabeth City State beat them, but Virginia State missed an extra point that could have sent the game to overtime. So, you know, pump the brakes if you're like, if you're thinking, oh, how far am I going to drop Virginia State? Now, should it have been that close? That might be your bigger question because it probably shouldn't have been as close as it was. But, hey, even the best sometimes uh, struggle. Or, hey, what did they say, Drew? The other team's trying to win, too. Exactly. Exactly. And number one, of course, 8-0 overall, 6-0 in conference, Benedict College, uh, number one. And so there's your summary of the top five. Benedict, Virginia State, Florida Memorial, Virginia Union, and Miles. Thoughts, Drew? Anything that catches you? And and I got to say, I'm, I am shocked, but only a little, that Fayetteville State is nowhere around, not even in the hunt.
0: You know, I think what's hurting Fayetteville State, those non-conference wins, I mean, those non-conference losses that they have were not even competitive end up with those non-conference losses. So uh, I think that's what's hurting Fairville State in the Black College Sports Network rankings. Uh, that, let's stay on this. Of course, we know that this ranking is SIAC heavy because of the nine teams that we have in this ranking, six of them hail from the SIAC. So let's talk a couple of different, scenarios. Okay. Miles wins out. Fort Valley went out. They're going to have to let everybody know what the tiebreaker is because those two do not play head to head and their one loss will be to the number one team, Benedict.
1: Okay. So do we know? Have they published no. those? Tie-breakers no. Next-
0: I, I have not got. I've not. I've sent some uh, notification to the SIAC office trying to get a hold of the of the tiebreaker uh, scenarios just for just for clarity. All right, now Tuskegee, uh, and and the same thing goes for Tuskegee at Fort Valley, because although Tuskegee played Fort Valley earlier this year. That was a non-conference conference conference game. Right. So they would have to go through the tiebreakers again. Although if they go by quality win or quality loss, Tuskegee lost to Edward Waters and Fort Valley State lost to Benedict. So if that's the tiebreaker, Fort Valley State would get in if he gets out to that particular tiebreaker.
1: Right. And Fort Valley State would have beaten Edward Waters while Tuskegee did not. Correct. So Common opponent. Be, yeah, if you want to look at common opponent,
0: there you go. Right. So, now, let's get into some sciaciotic stuff. <laughs> Fort Valley has one, one game left in conference. Correct. That's against Albany State. That's a rival. That's a rival game. Right. So let's say Albany State wins that rival game. Dow Fort Valley has two losses. Mm -hmm. Let's say Albany State defeats Miles this week. Mm -hmm. And then Miles defeats Tuskegee the following week.
1: So what you what? let me that double, would what you would have you would have. I'm I'm just gonna give you the records and I'll let you continue. You I'll tell get, you what the records be. Oh, okay, go ahead. Okay,
0: you would have Fort Valley, Biles, Albany State, Tuskegee, and if Edward Water and the winner of the Edward Waters, Allen. Wait, if, if Edward Edward Waters has to defeat Allen, mm-hmm. you would have five teams potentially tied with two losses.
1: Yeah, because
0: And then let's and then let's really ha- let really have some fun, Brian.
1: Holy cow. That that is your that's your doomsday let's, scenario right there. That scenario <laughs> boom talk about pull your see, head off. Good God.
0: That's your doomsday scenario.
1: Oh, that, yeah. uh, you're breaking up on me, Drew
0: that Benedict
1: Hold on fix your, fix your audio for a second fix your audio that's a lot of cracking and popping snap crackle pop let's see if we got your audio fixed there any luck still can't hear you okay that that's a doomed day scenario folks I have no idea. Uh, and, and I think at this point, the conference has got to publish tie-breaking scenarios before Saturday's games. I, I think it has to be done, I'd say by Thursday, the SIC should come out and release what the tie-breaking scenarios are. Are you back, Drew?
0: Yeah. Well, Mike, check one, two. Can you hear you. me? Yeah, I hear you. Yep. Okay. All right. But yeah, it it could get real interesting for somebody in the SIC office who has to do the bath.
1: Yeah, I I don't. Yeah, I, again, I was just saying I don't know if you heard me, but I I was I was pleading for, and, and I know you know people, but I would plead for the SIC, please. Come out with the scenario. Look, you've already got a good thing going. you got people buzzing. Keep that excitement going. Release the tie-breaking scenarios, which hopefully have already been agreed upon. I I would hope that, Jesus, you're not thinking of what the scenarios are at at this point. But hopefully they've already been decided upon, and you just need to release them. But I, I would implore them to release them by Thursday. Even I, I don't do it. on Don't do it on a Friday, but give it Thursday. So that way, media outlets and people can be buzzing about it all Friday. And it just adds to the excitement that people are going to be talking about heading into Saturday. Because, Drew, you just pointed out scenarios that are are possible. Not saying they're likely or not, but they are possible. And, man, if those things happen,
0: there's so many combinations right now. And yeah. you don't have to go through those combinations like I did. But what I need to know is okay. Obviously, head to head is win percentage. Uh, you know what? 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 All, what is one, two, three, four, five in a two-way? What is one, two, three, four, 5 in a multiple team scenario?
1: And I'll give you one more, one more item to think about, Drew. How about whoever comes out of that cluster shouldn't be. Uh, third and fourth place teams have to play each other because that could have an, uh, an impact on the playoffs and the region rankings. I, I think that's, I think that that's something
0: that's be
1: your audio, your audio, you're losing your mic here. You might have to just go without the, the headphones and just go go uh computer mic it could also be your mic telling us hey guys it's time to wrap this s up all right are you there can you hear me brian Ah, that's beautiful yeah you sound good
0: i sound good yes you
1: do you sound good
0: all right Yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, and some teams may have to play. We wind up playing each other trying to improve their playoff position, or you may see some teams from the CIAA come and play some of these S.I.E.C. teams a la whoever loses the Virginia State Virginia Union game to try to get into the
1: playoff. Yeah. Let me clarify here. Clarence, it's not that the conference doesn't have tie-breaking rules. It's just that they're not. Yeah. I mean, they, they, these are tie-breaking rules that have probably been worked on during the summer, during the summer coaches meetings, the ADs, and the, maybe the presidents have to get involved, but at least the athletic directors and football coaches get involved. It's just that it's not publicized on the website. And, you know, I don't know. You, you, that's not uncommon to be honest with you I mean it, it really isn't
0: um they don't let the information out until they have yeah until they have one last, one last thing Brian somebody's consolation prize is gonna be the going to be the beach bowl
1: yeah that's right somebody's consolation is gonna be is gonna be a bowl game now right. should that be should that be the runner-up, or should that be the first team that doesn't make it to, into the playoffs? How, how about
0: this: Tuskegee so and Ever Waters can are not going to the playoffs, no matter what. That's right, because they have games. Because Tuskegee has the Turkey Day Classic. Uh huh. Ever Waters is uh, in their final year of transition. Hmm. And if I'm a, if I'm the Beach Bowl, both of those teams. Makes sense to they be do. my SIDC yes. representative. Yes, they do. Tuskegee yes, they because do. of how well they travel, Ever Waters because of the proximity to the bowl.
1: Yeah, and and the story, and I think it would be a good. I think they would would perform well. I think they have shown that they can compete. Let me ask this: If the if Tuskegee, since they're not playing in the playoffs. Is there a scenario that if Tus- if if that doomsday scenario happened, could Tuskegee be on the outside looking in? Could could the conference sort of vote them off the island to say we don't want you to go to the championship game because you could mess this whole thing up <laughs> for everybody? Is that is that a likely or am I am I dreaming? That's a like is that not a likely scenario? Can you see that happening?
0: not see it do happen. You, do you think you're gonna vote a founding member of the SIAC, the winningest this program in HBCU history and not give them the opportunity to compete for a national for a conference championship? But you're in a tie breaking scenario right. with also three other schools though. So you're not but, but an outright
1: you're not an outright uh second place. So I I would think it's fair play. Winning on the I would field. Say it's fair play. Win it on well, the field, that, but, but and you haven't won it on the field, right? You, you haven't won it on the field, that's what I'm saying. Tuskegee hasn't
0: Brian. won it on the field. Did they, did they vote? Did they say Ever Waters could not win the softball championship, even though they could not go to the playoffs last year?
1: I don't know. I, uh, the answer is no. The correct answer would be no to that.
0: Yes, Ever Waters won the softball championship and couldn't go to the playoffs, they still competed.
1: OK, so there you go. Precedent has been set, Drew. There you go. OK, thanks for shooting my theory down, just in case I can't be the only one that's thought of that started at or asked the question. And it's not hate on Tuskegee. So don't anybody think that I'm hating on Tuskegee. I'm not. I'm just asking the question again. Doomsday scenario. You got to start thinking about these kind of things, right? OK, let's get to the top five rankings for the Division one FCS level here so we can get ready to get out of here. All right, here we go. Top five rankings, Division One side in the hunt. Games played through October twenty-first. That's Saturday in the hunt. Alabama State, an even three and three, two and two overall, playing in the Magic City Classic this upcoming weekend. And then Southern University got a win, twenty-eight to eighteen, over Bethune Cookman on Saturday on the road. So uh those two teams that would that would theoretically be number six and number seven if this were a traditional top ten. All right, number five. Uh right there. Look at that. So five and five and six Alabama AM has the the slight edge over Alabama State going into the Magic City Classic. Uh four and three overall two and two. That's gonna be an interesting uh Magic City classic this year. But I bet they all are, really. Uh it was funny listening to the the presser, the, the morning coaches press conference where Alabama A and M uh coach Connell Maynor was uh was somebody had asked him about the importance of winning the Magic City Classic and they 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 told him, Coach just win two games. And one of those, of course, being the Magic City Classic. I, I'm, I'm trying to think what what the other game was. Was homecoming. it homecoming? Yeah, homecoming. Yeah. Now, that you know, who who knows that that that's a that's a old school thinking there. But uh, I think up until last year, hadn't Conell Maynor not lost a Magic City Classic.
0: I don't remember.
1: Okay, all right. Moving on. Number four, Jackson State. Moving in Jackson State got a win the other day against Mississippi Valley State, sitting at five and three overall, three and two, five hundred fifty-six points.
0: Hey, Number hey, Ryan, three, Jackson State struggled against Valley at Valley. Also, something about that painted grass. I that painted dirt.
1: Yeah, some something about that road trip. I guess I don't know, but. Don't don't get me to comparing teams against opponents. I I try not to do that. Number three, Florida A and M uh, picked up their fifth win in a row, five and zero in conference play, seven and one overall. Uh, Rattlers have been kind of stuck on number three for pretty much a lot of this season in our rankings. Number two is Tennessee okay, State. Yeah, close the gap. Uh, Tennessee State got a win, a big win over Lincoln of California. So uh, Tennessee state five and two, one and one. Uh, That'll be interesting. They have another winnable game this Saturday. I think it's on the road. Uh, There's a, I mean, the excitement, you know, the Tennessee state, they, I saw they popped into the top 25 in one of the national FCS polls. Uh, There's a, there's a, there's a chance. There's a scenario that Tennessee state might find themselves in a in a situation where they could get an at large playoff bid that'll be that'll be interesting that will be interesting and of course number 1 in the BCSN computer rankings is North Carolina Central uh 6 and 1 uh 1 and 0 winning their first conference game they have their second conference game they play on Thursday night against South Carolina state uh they're hosting i believe coach buddy pew this upcoming saturday of course that was the team who defeated them last year so if if central is going to win the miac i think it starts now you know this is the game that you almost have to overcome and they didn't look very very good against a very stout morgan state defense Last Thursday. So we'll see if that's just a product of the defense or is it the Thursday night curse that comes up and bites all top ranked teams? Seems like. Uh, there's a recap of the top five. Number one, North Carolina Central. Number two, Tennessee State. Number three, Florida AM. Number four, Jackson State. Number five, Alabama AM with Alabama State and Southern in the hunt. I drew any any thoughts there? Any surprises? Thoughts? Pretty much a chalk day yesterday or Saturday for a lot of these schools.
0: Yeah, pretty much pretty much chalk. Uh, I just want to see what happens in in the BI. Can anybody challenge Central in the BI? Borges State was able to give a blueprint to some people, but I want to see if anyone. Else can challenge central.
1: Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, um, I know we don't do too many predictions, and we kind of did our. We want to encourage you go back and look at yesterday's show if you want to see what our predictions were. Uh, we I'll probably clip it and post it. But um, any quick thoughts here as we end the show on Thursday night's game? between South Carolina State and North Carolina Central? Anything that you're going to be looking
0: at in particular or or any bold predictions? Hey, uh, I want to see what kind of gifts that they give Buddy Pugh on his way out as he does his Dr. J. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar tour. And I want to see if Buddy Pugh kicks their ass on his way out the door.
1: Mm. One last parting, one last parting shot. For you parting gift. Yeah. Thanks for your parting gift. I want to leave you with a parting gift. Yeah, that that'll be that'll be interesting. Uh, I was just reminded. Thanks, Jeremiah Clark. Yes, there is a NFL action going on, and there is an ALCS Game Seven. Uh, Drew, who you got? Uh, uh, let me see. That's Rangers and Astros. Astros. Who you got?
0: Look. As long as Dusty Baker is coaching the Astros, I'm gonna ride with the Strolls. Bet on black,
1: as a as a black. Hall of Fame journalist used to always say. Uh bet on black. So I'm um, uh yeah, I guess we have to go with the the Astros. Although they can't seem to win at home, though. That's crazy part. They can go on the road and win, but they can't they don't seem to be able to win. And then of course the Monday night game. I'm just worried whether Christian McCaffrey is playing. He's on my fantasy league team and all week they've been playing around with me. And I don't know if he's on the, I don't know if he's playing or not. I need to find that out.
0: How about Philly in uh, Arizona?
1: That's going game seven too. Um, I'm going Philly in game seven. I'm going Philly in game seven. They lost today five to one, but uh, I'm going Philly already. Quick score update. Texas is up three to one in the second inning. I told you Houston can't win at home. I don't know something about it, but we'll see. That's crazy. Okay. Okay. Good, good deal. Somebody said uh, CMC is playing. Woo. Thank goodness. My fantasy team is uh, saved. I might get that dub after all. All right, Drew, uh, that's going to do it for tonight. Thanks for coming in. Thank you everybody for popping in with us. Make sure to check uh, Dr. Cavill's show tomorrow. Dr. Cavill's inside the HBCU Sports Lab starts at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central, and then Wednesday night. It's the homecoming edition of the ONG Strike Zone. Uh, Myself, Kelvin Rozier, Marcus Green. We might have a championship coach on. We might have the fellas from the uh, Dr. Cavill's inside HBCU. Sports Lab. All of them have PV ties somehow, so it just kind of makes sense to bring on the Sports Lab and the ONG and just kind of do a meld their PV versus FAMU, which will be happening in Tallahassee on Saturday. So, want to encourage everybody to watch. Thanks for being a subscriber. You can also be a member of the JBN here, and you can. Con- Continue to support black media, HBCU Sports Media, by becoming a member of our YouTube page, uh, and supporting Jericho Broadcast Networks. Make sure you're following the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at my BCSN1. And then go look for the BCSN Pod Zone, the podcast of all of our shows for those of you who like to uh still do the podcast thing and uh that's that's real helpful but overall thank you for your support like share download rate and review do all of those great things that you do and that's gonna be it drew final words as we get out of here for tonight you say what
0: i say travel light everybody baseball college football down the stretch Loving it. I'll holler. Peace out, I'll (laughs) holler.